sweet and sour. Sugar and spice. Salt and pepper. Peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> rabbit holes, brainwaves, nightmares, and campfires. You're listening to the Mind of Melodic podcast, hosted by DJ Melodic and Queen Melody. And now, it's time for another ride through the Mind of Melodic. What's up, family? Welcome back. Welcome back to another edition of the Mind of Melodic podcast. You're listening to DJ Melodic. And Queen Melody. And this is actually episode 23. And uh, if you don't know, the 23rd uh, letter in the alphabet is a W. Hmm. And um, I did not know that. (laughs) (laughs) Ironically, um, we're going to talk about the W today. We're going to talk about the Wu-Tang in episode 23. Uh, I've been teaching uh, Melody about um, the Wu Mm -hmm. over the last couple weeks, actually about real hip-hop in general. Uh, We've been uh, researching uh, Cool Herc, uh, African Bombada, all sorts of goodies uh, back in the day, the beginning of hip-hop. And... um, we just wanted to actually, I love the Wu so much, we're going to dedicate this episode to it, and to them, my bad, and uh, we're going to go ahead and talk about them in the uh, Road to Glory, right. and we got uh, Satoshi's Vision, we're going to talk about uh, a cool DeFi, I told you guys I would recommend uh, buying XRP, and I promised you I'd tell you in this next episode where to get it. We're going to talk about that in Satoshi's Vibes. Satoshi's okay. Vibes. All right. And then uh, we got a, I got a story for you in Melodic Campfire. Um, and then uh, Mel- Melody's going to talk about the Festival of Lights. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, Mel- Vibing with Melody. Right. Okay. Anything else am I missing? We got uh, to give a shout out to our sponsor of the day. Yeah, can't forget the sponsor. Got to give a big shout out, much love, big hugs to today's sponsor, DollarSeed.com. They're actually uh, repeat sponsors, so they've been part of the family for a while, and we got their advertisement playing on the radio station. We got it playing on the podcast. And I got I got to just show some love, and I hope you guys do too. They actually still have seeds for a dollar, and after all the inflation and and pandemic uh, price hikes that we went through, um, it's a big shout out to a small business like that. We're gonna play their commercial, and then actually we're gonna get into the the new beat I made, the new. Wu Tang inspired beat that I made <laughs> specifically for my radio yes, station. Very good. My radio station, my podcast is my music. And uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, this is the mind of Melodic. At dollarseed.com, all of our seeds are only a dollar a pack. And we have online resources that teach you all about the rewarding hobby of growing your own plants, flowers, herbs, and vegetables. 
Imagine the joy you'll feel when your children actually help you harvest your first garden crop. Or the pride of knowing you'll never need a florist again. Visit dollarseed.com and grow a little magic of your own for just a dollar. dollarseed.com. What could be healthier? What's up everybody, this is AJ from Recess with AJ, and today we're going to be doing a new segment called Trivia of the Day. For today's trivia question of the day, the question is, which country is the only um, one to play in every World Cup of Soccer, England, Brazil, or Germany? Roast the marshmallows, warm up the hot cocoa, grab your Snuggie, grab your Snuggie and your favorite cuddle buddy, because it's time, it's time, it's time, it's time for Melodic's Campfire. Alright family, what's up? Welcome back. You're listening to the Mind of Melodic. This is a segment that I like to call Melodic's Campfire. So you get your marshmallows roasted, you get your cocoa, you get your Snuggie, and your favorite cuddle buddy, right? Mm. And you go ahead and uh, get a little trip down memory lane, uh, real life stories um, inside uh, Melodic's Campfire. And just for the record, I'm not here trying to whine. Um, I'm not out here trying to ask for none of your sympathies. Um... This is my podcast, and this is how I vent. Uh, you know, I used to record a lot of music, and that was a good way to vent. And I fell in love with podcasting a little bit ago, and and um, I, I like to get it off my chest. It's a lot safer and healthier to do it this way. 
and um, a lot of the stories I've been through, my kids need to hear. <laughs> Maybe your kids need to hear so that they can adopt the proper perspectives and wisdoms through my experiences, maybe to avoid them their own, or just have that collective wisdom <clears throat> to make them stronger when they gotta go through some hurdles. But um, the last couple episodes, we've been talking about my employment situations, and I even um, told you I got a new night job. I was bartending and doing some food and beverage around the way. I told you I would talk about it. Unfortunately, uh, well, I don't know if it's unfortunate, but maybe disappointing to you, I'm going to postpone that a little bit more. Because I've been talking about how important it is to free yourself. And I want to tell you what I've been through those last couple months, years, um, so that leading up to these job search, leading up to this new um, chapter of my life. And... um, Technically, I signed a contract with the um, <clears throat> the new the new employer, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I I can't really um, implicate them, you know. In in my podcast, inside the contract, it literally says yes. podcast, uh, YouTube channels, and everything like that, right? right. So uh, I can't really implicate them. But I will tell you this, that um, in the next couple of episodes, I will be telling you why I had to quit working at round two. Um, in, in addition to those that story, I have a couple other stories that I want to talk to you about. I've been self-employed for the past six years. About six years ago, we're going to get into this story deeper in the campfires. Remember, I, I broke off a little bit from my biography to get to this point with you Um, because me and Melody are going through a a new business adventure and I thought it would show some of you guys how important it is to persevere Um, but uh, I was in a hit and run on my motorcycle and I couldn't work for a very long time I even have a metal plate in my wrist and my foot has never healed from that. Lucky to be alive, but that's a story for a different day. Shortly after that, <clears throat> end up separating with the kid's mom. That's a story for a different day. But right after that, I found my fork in the road. <clears throat> and I stopped making music completely. And I focused on a new business adventure, a small business adventure that was a local service that I provided to my community. And even to this day, I still have five stars providing that service. I've made some good friends and I've held down clients. There's a couple of them who have lasted the entire time. We exchange Christmas presents and a lot of times even ask Melody, when she's working with me, she says it doesn't even feel like work, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So um, it's like calming and soothing, even though it's a different type of job. And therapeutic. And therapeutic. Yeah. But most importantly, we have our freedom, and that freedom has blessed me with the opportunity to be a better father, be a better uh, person in general, and just focus 
on making myself better instead of making some corporation better instead of making some other boss's job or day easier or more convenient you know and it doesn't matter what you think about slavery it still exists but it's corporate now it's institutionalized and i mean i grew up on rage against the machine i grew up on tupac so that that desire to be free and be like just totally debunk any slavery to these institutions that has been one of my priorities in life and being self-employed has just been such a um such a blessing you know um like she said it doesn't feel like work and it's calming you know i can have a rough day but when i get to those clients it changes everything right and even if it's i don't even get a chance to interact with those clients the work in general is therapeutic i take my time do a good job it's my company i know what i'm worth and i get paid more than minimum wage that's what's more important than anything else right cuz cash rules everything around me <laughs> you were supposed to say cream girl <laughs> But um so I've 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 been self-employed and it's been working. But during the pandemic, I started to study the economy and I started to study stocks, right? I opened a IRA, I started to get crypto. I um I started to learn about staking, residual incomes, compounding interest. Like I was just my brain waves are in a different atmosphere right now. So even though I'm self-employed and I enjoy that freedom, it wasn't enough. Especially living in California. Yeah. Especially if you want a Especially girlfriend. Right now. <laughs> hey. I'm just saying, you got to I got kids, you know. Yeah. I got dreams. and I want a girlfriend, right? So I got to be able to afford some wings and things, you know? <laughs> But um I wanted last year, last fall, I uh, wanted a, a nighttime job, right? And um I I I was living on downtown Riverside right by Fairmont Park, right? And literally the closest place to our house was Del Taco. And since I mean I love Del Taco. I I still I, do, right? I I'm, how how many times a week we go, go there? You go sometimes there. twice a day, right? Right. I get the freaking um what's that? Uh, iced coffee. Yeah. That's literally the best deal in town for iced coffee. You can't find it at Starbucks or the gas station nowhere for $1.69. Just tell them go easy ice. Cause they be filling that stuff up too much, so you get a little bit more, a little less coffee. Trust me, the hack, easy ice. Make make sure you tell them that. But um, I get the donut bites. I survived off them value burritos during the pandemic. I'm telling you. And um, I was very interested in their stock as well. Learning about stocks, I'm like, you know what? It's the closest place to home. It's the place that I. Um, <clears throat> I go to often, right? It's a place I'm interested in buying stock. 
So now I'm finding multiple reasons to go work there. I applied. Obviously they hired me, right? And I'm I'm killing it, right? I've had I've had, you know, um, experience in the industry. So they don't even gotta teach me. I'm just whipping it around and I'm working hard. You got these little 19-year-old, little 20-year-old kids on TikTok all day. I'm working. And they're like literally ignoring the work. So it puts more on me. It puts more on, what's her name? I forgot her. Maybe it was Martha. Martha's like 50, 60-year-old Hispanic lady. And now she got to work harder because this butthead is on TikTok all day. And he's the manager though, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I'm putting up with it. I'm putting up with it because I want this extra Bitcoin. Like all my all my 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 checks were going towards just spoiling the kids, um, getting extra stuff for me, Bitcoin, stocks, um, and other cryptos as well. NFTs. I was trying stuff like Upland. I told you guys about Upland in a couple episodes ago. That's where that money came from. Okay. So it was, it was important and I wasn't going to, um, be too uh, prideful, you know, to, to help a company like that. Right. Um, I mean, look at me. I was, I've been on the radio, right? You hear my music. Um, I I wasn't just have my own radio station. I was on power 106, 12, 15 years ago. So like, for a lot of people like that, it's hard to swallow that pride and actually work in an industry like that, you know, especially with so much time in between. And I did, you know, and I got it and I was working really hard and I'm on time and I tell them every day I got to leave at 830 because I got to I got to go shower up. I got work. I wake up every day at six in the morning. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, um, there was this one manager. I forgot her name. And, and um she um she was always late always late she was like the manager that relieved the the day's time she came for night night shift and i was like right there at the in-between so she's coming in late and um i'm i'm on time i'm busting but i'm doing like 1.5 or two people's jobs period and um When it comes time for me to leave, <clears throat> pass me that drink, please. When it comes time for me to leave, she didn't want to let me leave. Hmm. It was 8.30, and she said there was still more work to be done. This place is a 24-hour place. Right. So um, it's always going to be... There's Why couldn't she get the other workers that are staying later or closing or whatever? Well, it wasn't just that. For me, I wasn't going to put it off on them. Yeah, that's the natural process. That's the cycle. People leave, the next person come in, they pick up where they left off. That's how it's supposed to go. Right. Okay? Um, and especially during this time, they're they're lucky to have employees at all. That's why they're hiring, like, offering eighteen fifty an hour. Mm-hmm. Because it was pandemic, those lines were super crowded, and um, they needed a good help. Because they didn't want those competitors to get those customers Mm -hmm. and um so they were offering a little bit more money and they didn't have good employees even though they were offering good money or better money more money it wasn't good but more so i'm over here busting butt doing it 
matters. It doesn't matter. I'm not getting paid what they're paying me. Whatever they're paying me, I'm getting paid five, ten times more because I'm investing it. That's my mentality. So I'm working and I'm whistling while I'm working. I'm having a good time. Like, I'm in my zone, you know. I put up with all that. So, yeah, there's a natural cycle. They should have passed the buck to the next employee, to the night shift, right? It should have been no problem for me to leave at 8.30. But I told her, I said, look, I don't know what you think your standards are. I, th- I was like, I don't know why you think this is okay to for you to come into work late every single day and then tell me the guy who's on time every single day that I can't leave when I'm supposed to leave mm-hmm. and the thing was she wanted me to do certain jobs to make her job more convenient maybe her excuse was those jobs needed to be done by 8.30 but if she would have been on time she would have had it done exactly we could have had more done collectively right. So and, and I wasn't having it you know And that's one of the beautiful things about having my own business. Having that freedom to say, I'm not having it. But the problem is there's our good workers out there who don't have that freedom. Who are forced to go through that slavery. Go through that mistreatment. That manipulation by a punk little boss like that. Especially during the holidays. Especially if they got kids. They got to suck it up. It's wrong. I didn't have to. I even tried to talk to him about the manager. Well, it became a whole situation that night. She was loud and aggressive and rude. And I don't you, I don't play that. So I was loud and rude right back. And at the end of the day, I'm the one that don't deserve that. Matter of fact, she deserved to get written up for all the time she was late. Mm-hmm. The TikTok manager, the, the younger 19-year-old dude, he deserved to get written up because he's standing underneath the camera on his phone. They wanted to give me a hard time one day because I accidentally forgot to switch shoes. And I didn't have the... the, the yeah, I, I actually had like my other work my other work shoes on. I didn't have the, the, the non-slip ones, right? And so they sent me home. The next day I came in, the dude, the other manager, was wearing Crocs. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how is that safe? You get grease on your toes, homeboy. What? Well, obviously if he's not working, he's on TikTok. But And that was actually a different manager. Oh. Yeah. It was like a part-time one, though. He came in once a week. And he, trust me, I didn't think that dude took a shower. But he like hopped out of bed with his Crocs on and then came to Del Taco. And then I remember this one time they they was trying to get the fly. There was a fly in there, right? Mm-hmm. And she was trying to beat the fly. And then she hit it and it disappeared. Nobody knew where it went. Where, where do you think it went? It's something cooking, right? Yeah. Right. Right. And when there's flies, you put up those little hangy fly traps mm-hmm. so that they fly into them, stick to them. Mm-hmm. And you got to put a fresh one up every time you see some stick to it so that the public don't see the shit. Right. It's, you can't help it. There will be some flies, especially in the drive-thru window, because they fly in. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a fly. Unless they have the little bent things that blow them out. 
right? They have, they, have, they, they have some pretty strong exhaust vents that, that can help. But if you have a fly problem, you don't go playing baseball right above the beams. <laughs> right. <laughs> Man. So it really kind of like took away my um, adoration for Del Taco. And then when I started looking at the stock, I actually found out Jack in the Box bought them. Jack in the Box now owns Del Taco. So if you buy Jack in the Box stock, I think you're pretty much getting both. Or there was, I don't know, there was some pause or something on the Del Taco stock. It's not in existence. They're like, the ticker's gone now. So I don't know how that's really worked out yet. But um, Jack in the Box now owns Del Taco. So um, they don't have to, <clears throat> they don't have to start selling, you know, Mexican food at Jack in the Box now. Hmm. They just own the best okay. Mexican food that's out there, you know, as far as fast food goes. You know, Miguel's might be better, right? Mm-hmm. As far as fast food goes, Miguel's is probably a little bit better. But Del Taco got that taste because they actually do slow cook those beans and they actually have real cheese. So it's like, and for that price, I was hooked during the pandemic. So, well, now their prices have tripled, right? <laughs> like every other like place. Like every other place. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's that story. And now it was like 15 months ago. Okay. And then after that, it was crazy. It was crazy. Let me tell you what happened. Okay. So I started to fill out application for one other place. I was like, I'll never work for nobody else again. And then I noticed that O'Reilly's was hiring. And I was like, oh man, you know, this can't be like fast food, right? This has got to be chill. I'm going to go work with a bunch of old Tim Allens, right? (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't... I thought it was going to be like home improvement. Uh, It didn't work out that way. Well, hey, check it out. I'll tell you guys on the next episode what happened at O'Reilly's. But I'll tell you this. The same day that happened with that manager was the same day O'Reilly's called me and said, come in for the second interview. We're going to hire you. So I was actually super grateful and appreciative. I was like thanking God because I was able to just transition that without guilt and without missing a beat. Because I was still able to get more crypto. I was still able to get more stocks. I was still able to survive and chase that dream. But then um, I think I got started working at O'Reilly's like in October or November last fall. So I'll tell you guys about that for sure in the next episode. And then the one after that, I'll tell you about round two. But um, the good news is, right... Me and Melody uh, went, uh, well, we tried to go, but we ended up using LegalZoom. We're going to talk about that pretty soon, right? Mm-hmm. We ended up getting our, a new business license from Melodic Enterprises. So not only do I have the business that's been running with five stars for the past six years, but now me and Melody, we have um, the uh, planted the seeds. Actually, it's kind of like a marriage contract, right? like melodic Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> enterprises is like a like our baby now all right so the good news is we put up through, with this struggle working for these people hopefully it's temporary to get better right 
and um, it worked. It worked, and I, I'm sharing that story with you guys. <clears throat> so, excuse me. Until next time, um, that's Melodic's Campfire. We're gonna take a quick break, and we'll come back with um, Satoshi vibes. Satoshi vibes. AR Base released a new song. Check it out at arbase.net. Cars, boats, airplanes, and more. Visit detaileverything.com today. Welcome to Satoshi Vibes. Satoshi Vibes, where we talk about blockchain, crypto, NFTs, and preserving Satoshi's vision. up everybody welcome back to another edition of satoshi vibes where dj melodic is going to talk to us about bit4x that's right crypto nerds as promised i told you where you could safely i would promise you i would tell you where you could safely buy xrp now I know you all heard everything that's going on with Celsius. Even me and Melody lost a couple hundred bucks in Celsius. FTX. Oh my God, that's a scandal. Still learning about that one. And um, I, 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 we'll talk about that more in a future episodes. But um, these DeFi exchanges are disappearing, right? And it looks like we're down to, you know, a couple dozen that we can maybe, maybe, maybe trust. Coinbase has a stock on Wall Street. They IPO'd maybe 15 months ago, I think. I do have some Coinbase shares in my IRA. They are more than poised to become the next bank of America. The crypto version, right? Binance. Some people are saying Binance are the ones that destroyed FTX. Regardless of what you hear in the news about Sam Bankman Freed. Um, I can promise you this. Sam Bankman Freed didn't do this all to himself. This is a war. It's a money war. I told you in episode one. This is all about the money. And this is competition. And this is an unregulated market. Which means there are no rules. And well, they are in there are no rules until you get caught. Until billions of dollars of American citizens' money start disappearing, right? Then the congressmen want to know why. Because Tom Brady told you it was safe to use FTX. But go ahead and listen to all of my episodes. I never once recommended it. So, with that being said, I use Coinbase. I use Crypto.com. 
I'm forced to use some trust wallet, even though I had a million dollars stolen from me inside one of my trust wallets. I talked about it in the previous episodes. Go check it out. I already told you Binance was crooks. I'm not recommending Binance. Even if I have to use it someday, I will never recommend it to you. But um, Crypto.com. I know FTX had an endorsement with the Miami Heat Arena. I know. When I, when I saw that, I thought they were here to stay too. I really did. And I even told Melody we might have to look into some FTX. Because I downloaded the app. Okay, FTX app, and it just was so simple. It for all the hype I, and all the money around it, I was like, why can't they put together something really sophisticated? You know. Meanwhile, Coinbase's got all these tools. Crypto.com's got all these tools, but it was just like kindergarten app, and that's what made me not trust it. So. The technology's not there. Where's the sophistication coming from? And I, as you can see, it fell apart. The bottom line is right now, there are no places that offer you an opportunity to safely buy XRP. But the only place I've been able to do it safely and I've had XRP on this wallet for over a year. Is an exchange called bitforex.com. Bitforex. Like foreign exchange, but a bit version, right? Pretty cool name. I don't know who owns this. But I can tell you that I was put onto this because the I, I've never shared with you guys my number one crypto coin. I, I told you guys XRP was the bonus one. And I gave that to you. I gave that to you because I feel like as soon as this is over, XRP is going to the moon. I don't want you guys to miss miss out. But I have another cryptocurrency where you'll get like thousands of them for a penny. And this one's going to blow up because of the metaverse. And I've been holding out and never telling you guys about this. But the founder of this cryptocurrency put me up on something that blew my mind. And all of you need to have perspective when it comes to this. He said that the reason that his cryptocurrency, which actually has contracts with Marvel and Disney, Okay, so it's super legit. His cryptocurrency is not on Coinbase. <clears throat> it's not on Crypto.com. It's not on Binance. And the reason it's not on these exchanges is because these exchanges are demanding boatloads of free crypto. Just to list them on that exchange. So that means... <clears throat> They're going to these new crypto companies and saying, hey, if you want us to list you on our exchange, we want 10 million of your FTX token. 
And they're like, okay, well, we want to get on the exchange. So they do it. They take that hit. But what they don't realize is now they're giving us this boatload of leverage to a competitor. It's stupid. But it's happening. It's, it's, it's happened cross exchange, cross platforms for the past four years now. It's, I don't understand it. But at the end of the day, Coinbase just delisted XRP. Crypto.com's never had it. Binance is not being recommended by Melodic Enterprises. The only thing I've been able to safely use is Bitforex. They have a nice little Tufa, which you know is a two form of authentication. So not only are you logging in and getting your little private code right there, but you also go one to your email or one goes to your cell phone. This doesn't really happen when you log into your Coinbase. I mean, maybe now you could set it like that. I'm not sure. But you have to have your two foot to transact on Bit4X. That makes it a lot safer, right? And then this is what I noticed over there. On, <clears throat> there's like four different wallets on Bit4X. So you have that general wallet that's divisible to the public. But then you also have this trading wallet, which is like a vault, which no one can see. So even if the public might be able to somehow hack your wallet, you had this other vault over here, which is not even visible to them. I, I like it. It took me a while to figure out, but I had to use the customer service a couple times, um, customer support, and they were pretty good, pretty quick. It was less than 24 hours. And when I did need their support, it was something I was like, dang, I shouldn't have realized that. But they boom, it was there. They helped me put two and two together. And I don't see anybody recommending it. And the only reason, I don't even know why, right? But the only reason why I found out is because I found out that Bit4X is not demanding 10 million coins from these companies just to list it. And they're very selective so far on the coins that they have taken. So if you're doing your research on XRP, like I told you, you should. In the last episode, I talked about it for maybe 15 or 20 minutes. If you do your research on XRP and you're interested in buying some, I suggest you go buy a cold storage wallet, a ledger, or or something like that, okay? And you get some of this XRP from Bit4X, and you transfer it to your cold storage wallet. And then you go put that cold storage wallet in your safe or a security deposit box at the bank, okay? It doesn't get safer than that. Because I can promise you right now, I'm worried every day something's going to happen to Bit4X. I'm worried every day something's going to happen to it. With all these other DeFi's going under, it's a war. 
So what happens if they go under and your money's on there and Mr. Melodic told you to? Well, I'm not telling you to leave it on there. I'm telling you to use Bitforex to get it. Use Bitforex to trade it. Go stash it in the security on your on your ledger and go hide it for the kids or the grandkids. Because XRP is here to stay. And if you want to get it safely, go check out Bitforex. everybody it's aj from recess with aj and today i just wanted to give a big shout out to um pacifier city cards for kids um they sent me a card for halloween and it was really cool so if you need a card for any holiday go to pacifier city cards for kids and i also just wanted to say um happy holidays and merry christmas that's all for today bye Pacifier City, cards for kids Get the best birthday card you can give Their name's printed on it, their age too A custom message, it's from you With games and activities through and through It's not just a card, it's a gift too An amazing birthday card to click away Come get yours before their birthday slips away PacifierCityCards.com PacifierCityCards.com Local music, rising stars, and current events. This is is your spotlight of the day. Welcome to another edition of the Local Spotlight, where we are going to... Focus. Focus on casino house parties. That's right, that's right. Casino house parties. Follow them on Instagram find the website casino house parties i believe it's a dot com casino house yeah well um i've been working for them since last december so this makes a year and i just have to admit um it's one of the best funnest jobs i've ever had it's only part-time i mean trust me if it was part-time i would have never went to round two i mean it's that simple but um it pays more than minimum wage. It's fun, um, and uh, it's a great small business to work for. Great family, awesome family. I got Melody involved. Um, what maybe last February, March, maybe May. May. So she's um, she's helped out a couple times before she got sick, and then she helped out a couple times after she got out. She recently got cleared to go back to work, so we give a little clap for Melody. Yeah. I mean, that's a big step, baby girl. It's a big step. And um, tonight, we'll actually be uh, both dealing for casino house parties. Once again, we're going to be at an event in Temecula, mm-hmm. right? Right? Mm-hmm. Um, we'll and be... tomorrow. Oh, and tomorrow night, right? Yeah. yeah, and tomorrow night as well. That one's going to be in Ontario. So they're all over the place, and so are we. And if you um, give them an opportunity, we might even be there. But um, they do what? Is it, roulette, mm-hmm. craps, craps, um, poker. Um, poker, and blackjack. blackjack. Okay, so you have four options. And a lot of times, what the our clients will do, they're like, 
company parties, right? Uh, the other day, it was like a Christmas bonus. So whoever had the chip leader got a, like more raffle tickets or something. And then the raffle winner got big screen TV. They got generator. What else did they get? Um, gift cards. Um, so um, the last one we were at, they got Apple products. Oh wow, you're right. <laughs> I forgot. Oh, this last one we went to was um, at that restaurant in Mona. Mm -hmm. What's it called? Oh my gosh. The Coco. I forgot. I forgot. Yeah, Coco like Palms or something like that. And it was all valet, valet only. The view back there was amazing. Some of the people we met, hilarious. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's the holiday season. We're all having fun, but it just makes your day better, right? right? You know. <laughs> and um, the winner of that uh, uh, that casino night, basically. Uh, we got to choose what was that iphone or what was it tablet well, apple laptop huh well um we didn't stay for the oh for we you're right but we saw the prizes that were we, there we saw yeah. the prizes that were there but we didn't get to see and who they, got them they were how. raffling yeah. um off some of the other prizes and some of the winners or whatever that got like yeah. the apple watch well, like oh somebody gosh. from my table got oh in. because it was a law firm yeah man all them guys had money it was crazy <laughs> you know and uh it was just fun actually melody got a 50 dollar tip right right <laughs> actually I should uh, I should get credit for that one because <laughs> she said that they they loved her hat, you know, and I was like, let's go pick up some Santa hats on the way, you know, Christmas vibes. So instead of just dressing normal, we uh, we threw on our little uh, fancy gear, but some Santa hats as well, and, and tried to uh, be yeah. a little different. And, and mine lights festive. up, so yeah. they said that since mine lights up, mine's the only one that lights up, so I stood out. <laughs> Yeah, it was fun. It was fun, and it's, it's it's even funner being able to do it with Melody. Um, like we, we, you know, we we got in some work this morning. We're over here working on this podcast now, and then we're gonna go work again tonight. You know, that, that's just that's hard to come by. You know, those type of um, freedoms and privileges, and I just really appreciate it. You know, and. I just gotta say big love, much hugs to Haley mm -hmm. and the whole family over there, Austin. And um, supposedly their grandma started the company. And um, it's been around for a while, but this younger generation of family found a way to help the company boom during the pandemic. And we all know why, right? But when two years later they're still growing and that's because they're awesome people they do good business it's a fun awesome service and um they have dealers like us yeah and well, i'm just happy to be a part of it <laughs> to be honest it's fun it's fun <laughs> so give them a chance if you're in southern california that's casinohouseparties.com mm -hmm. and book your appointment follow them on instagram i don't even care if you told them I'm not looking for no kickbacks and no, re no reviews or nothing. But if you can, um, if you really, really want us there, you can request us. And we'll be there. And um, if, if, it's, if it's not Christmas, um, you might see my afro because I'm growing my hair out. 
but <laughs> uh, luckily for me the Christmas hat's covering it up a little bit <laughs> but um yeah it's a lot of fun and uh, we'll be we'll be doing it again later tonight so that's our local spotlight for today and we're gonna go ahead and play their commercial real quick and um and there's they're like family, you know, now. And um, it's been a year since they've been helping us reach our dreams and and, and, and pay our bills and um, have this peace, this healthy freedom. Because it's another one of those jobs that don't feel like work. Right. So thank you, Haley. We love you guys. Merry Christmas. And I uh, can't wait to get there tonight, have some more fun, <laughs> see what kind of party it is. Work hard, play hard. Vegas-style games in your own backyard. CasinoHousePartiesCom. And now, and now, it's Vibing with Melody. Your time to get to know the perfect Wonder Woman. Frankenstein by Cupid for DJ Melodic. Hey, y'all. It's Queen Melody from Vibing with Melody. And I'm going to talk to you guys about us going to the Festival of Lights this year. Mm-hmm. It was my first time. It was actually like the second date or little night out we had, huh? Yeah. Since since you've since been I've been out, out the hospital. The hospital. Um, it was pretty neat. Um, okay, so our office is like right down like the right street. down the street. We're in the like middle of it, week, actually. Like two blocks away. Yeah. We're like two blocks away from where they were doing the music and the fireworks. <laughs> and the fireworks. <laughs> Talk and... about the fireworks. <laughs> So we seen the fireworks because um, we started to walk up towards the show. Towards the show, and um, supposedly they caught a fire. They caught on fire. The we didn't in. see it, but they yeah. might have already had them out by the time we got there. But they were really pretty. Yeah, it was really they, nice. And they had like Christmas concert. Concert. Yeah. Where she did seem pretty good. Yeah, and we got some cocoa. So we did get some hot chocolate. Hot chocolate. And that was like um, the first time we went, because uh, it was yeah, just us. It was just me and you. Yeah, and we walked around and, and checked it out, because Melody's never been. Right. And then the second night, we took AJ. Right. And then we... And we hit the Ferris wheel. Ferris wheel. And then we did the little... It's a maze. Maze. <laughs> and Melody tried to cheat. I didn't know. She tried to go out. And, and um, actually, first of all, if it wasn't for me... Melody and AJ would still be stuck in in the mirrors. No, we would not. <laughs> they were stuck in the mirrors. They didn't know how to get out. There'd be an APP. No, a fire department I was already to get out. out. I was already out. <laughs> I was out the right way. And anyway, uh, she had to go upstairs and do it the right way. We made her go down the slide, right? Yes. Did you go down the slide? I did go down the slide. <laughs> We're trying to act like a kid. Um, we got some nachos. 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 And, and uh, did you guys get popcorn or something else? Something else? I forgot something yeah. else. So we had a Ferris wheel and uh, one other thing. What was it? Um, oh, AJ oh. played a game or something, huh? Some. You something. played the game. Uh, oh yeah! Don't. Shh. 
Don't you better not. No, I didn't play no games. Nothing happened. It wasn't me. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about how historic. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So it's um a basketball game, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> I think I'm taller than the hoop. <laughs> so that's why you. <laughs> I didn't make none of them. Oh, we didn't get no prizes. We didn't get no prizes. Oh yeah, we did. We got that little thing. Uh, didn't AJ get that one? No. No. Okay, so like you a did. little tootsie roll. Yeah. I put on the wall in the studio. Maybe that was like a consolation prize. <laughs> for playing. Here Just you for go. trying. It's an effort. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. We walked around. Got some more cocoa with AJ, and I tried to teach uh, Melody and AJ how historic. The Festival of Lights really are, mm-hmm. you know, for years people have come from all over Southern California, even from Palm Springs or Long Beach and, you know, further just to see the lights at the Mission Inn. And so we didn't go through the Mission Inn, we just kind of walked. We walked around like around, the gallery outside yeah, of it. outside of it. Yeah. We didn't go in We didn't go the in mission the mission, mission We walked through the front because there entrance. Was, there was so many. Oh yeah, so no, there's a line. You couldn't yeah, get in. There was it, a line. It's like a um, Disneyland line. <laughs> it was like a Disneyland. And line. the truth was, it wasn't even crowded because it's kind of dumbed down. It's been getting less and less elegant since the pandemic. To be honest, like it used to be way better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, it was still nice. Yeah, and um, we got a little taste of it. It was the first time. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Yeah quality time it's a nice little romantic place if you guys want to go out on a date or take the family just for the christmas the old traditional christmas vibes right yeah so. yeah so i would suggest if you guys wanted to do that so yeah hit us up we hit might meet up. you for some cocoa yeah <laughs> oh oh and oh yeah tell them and um one of the places is giving away... It's called the Hideaway Cafe. The Hideaway Cafe is giving away a dollar for hot chocolate. Hot cocoa for only a dollar. Yes. Yes, yeah, the Hideaway Cafe. And oh my God, I think it's not only the best deal in town. This is one of the best like venues downtown Riverside has to offer. It's very classy. It has this vibe that, you know, it makes you feel like you're in a movie. Because it's that classy. They got pool. Um, they pool. I think they had a karaoke or jukebox thing. And um, yeah, man, it was. And uh, it's downstairs. You have to walk downstairs. Yeah, downstairs. Make sure, because there's another cafe upstairs. And that's not the place to that's get not the dollar same place. coffee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, dollar cocoa. Yeah. Um, so just let us know or hit us up or. Yeah, no, make sure you see the festival of lights. See the festival. And if you're down there, it's going it to be cold. Yes. So make sure you get Dollar Coco. <laughs> make sure you get Dollar Coco. True stories about the legends we admire and the forks in the road that made them. This is The Road to Glory. Welcome back, family. Welcome back. You're listening to the Mind of Melodic Podcast. I'm DJ Melodic. And I'm Queen Melody. And this is The Road to Glory. This is a special segment um, that we like to um, focus on 
heroes, legends, um, and their legacies, and the fork that kind of led to that legacy, right? Over the last couple weeks, um, I've been teaching Melody about real underground <laughs> hip hop. Right. I told I, I I taught her uh, about how you know it was disco era, and then the birth of the DJ and the birth of the MC. We talked about um, cool. Or we learned about Cool Herc and. Uh, uh, Grandmaster Flash, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And African Bombada and the Zulu Nation, right? Right. And much props, m- m- big, big hugs, much love to all the OGs. That's, I just can't say enough. I love hip hop, and I think Melody's falling in love with it more and more every day. <laughs> Um, but today's segment is going to focus on the Wu. Um, the Wu. The Wu. The Wu. We've been watching the um, Wu-Tang, Wu-Tang Saga. <laughs> saga. Yeah. yeah. We've been watching it on, um, what's it on? Hulu. It's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. It actually is only on Hulu. And they have two seasons, right? Mm-hmm. So, but the other one was they said it was starting in November, right? Okay, season three starting in November. Oh, this also. Oh, so so if I subscribe to who? Wait, they're no, they're making the. the they're thing. making it. Okay, I was gonna say yeah. Okay, because um, I was gonna say yeah. I was gonna say if you subscribe right now, <laughs> <laughs> you can watch all. You can watch them all, <laughs> but you have to wait. And you might want to, right? Because if you're like me, I'm a binge watcher. And no offense, Hulu, maybe you got to open my mind a little bit more. But the only thing I like on Hulu is the Wu-Tang Saga. I always find something cool on Netflix. Even on, like, that free channel, what's it called, Voodoo or Tubi. There's always cool movies. I don't never find good stuff on Hulu. I don't know, man. Just maybe I went down the wrong rabbit holes. But I heard the Wu-Tang Saga was on, and I had to watch it. And I think because I had it, and then it just happened to pop up one day. No, like... actually, um, I subscribed to watch season one. But mm-hmm. then I canceled my Hulu. And that was, like, during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And then when we were at your place while you were sick, and you had it, I got caught up on season two. Oh, okay. Yeah, that yeah. That's what that was. And, and then, then now that you're healthy. You're healthy. You're like, oh, let me start it all over again. Well, I wanted to watch it with you to give you the history lesson. Mm-hmm. Because, um, you know, I'm a musician. Right. And DJ, beat maker, lyricist, whatever you, you want to call me. I like this stuff. Yes. And I would love to make it my job. And I think one of the most important things is studying, you know, the greats. Not just their talent mm-hmm. or their discography, but also studying the business aspects and the journey. And how they had to go through all that. And the fork in the road and the road to glory. Mm-hmm. 
And so I thought it'd be cool for you to go down that with me, see where you're at, you know? You took me to my first country concert. <laughs> so, of course, I'm going to take you to your first Wu-Tang. <laughs> and um, let me see. I think I was maybe it was like 93, I think, when I first... So I was like 10 or 11 when I first, 12 maybe, when I first heard of Wu-Tang. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, it's just different. It's different. Yeah. I, we're going to talk about how I fell in love with hip-hop and that era. We're almost at that point, fifth grade for me in my biography. We talked about like my life up until like fourth grade, I think. So we're almost there when I met hip-hop. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was actually an LL Cool J tape. But we're, we're, we're going to go down those stories in a couple episodes um, to come. But finding Wu-Tang was different than anything and everything. Mm-hmm. And there's something about the beats and the rhyme styles and the intellectual metaphors and provocative like poetry um that it 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 took me to a different place in hip-hop right yeah so um do you remember the 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 members how many members are there in the wu-tang wasn't there nine because here's a lot of things yeah there we go so there's a lot of people that wear the the, the t-shirts are now at walmart kmart or not kmart walmart Mm -hmm. and um you could buy a Wu-Tang for like eight bucks, 10 bucks t-shirt at, they're everywhere now. Spencer's, um, it, they had Wu wear at one point. So everybody has worn a Wu clothing. And if you haven't, you're not cool, period. I haven't. <laughs> not cool. <laughs> well, <laughs> if you be a good girl, I, I know a guy named Mr. Claus. <laughs> Yeah, uh, at least I know what to get her now for Christmas. <laughs> Maybe some Victoria's Secret and some Wu-Tang. <laughs> <laughs> alright, alright. So, um, I believe that the Wu-Tang fork in the road is the RZA. Okay? Mm-hmm. Do you remember in the movie The RZA? Mm-hmm. The Abbott? Mm-hmm. Now, the RZA is... You remind me of the RZA, actually. How? Sorry, people. I'm just interrupt real quick. <laughs> How? Yeah. Like, the RZA was the one that made all the music, right? And right. produced it all? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you are focused and, like... When I see you making music over there, sitting in that chair, like that's how I see you. Like the RZA? Yes. In the movie? In the movie. Well, the RZA wasn't just the the producer. He was the big brother, the, the visionary. Mm-hmm. He was able to see something beyond a street cipher. He was able to see a foundation for more, an empire. Yeah, yeah a, an empire for more, right? Mm-hmm. And um, it turned into something bigger than just beats and rhymes. You know, he is very creative. Right. You know, 
So she, the other day she was asking about who is Shaolin? Where is Shaolin? <laughs> Remember? She was like, she didn't re know who Shaolin is. Well, because they were watching the other movie okay, and I, I got know. the she two got, of them confused. She got, yeah, you got confused because we were also watching another movie called The Get Down, which actually features the same co-star, same star. I don't know his name. Oh my gosh, you should Google his name real quick because that guy deserves some props. But um, The Get Down had a dude named Shaolin. Shaolin actually plays Sha which is Raekwon in the Wu-Tang Saga. So that's how she got that confused. But Shaolin is their style, they're their home. Um, Staten Island. And um, Wu-Tang is the, 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 the flavor, the, 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 the style, right? So Shaolin is the home and Wu-Tang is the style. And um, the RZA had a, what's this guy's name? That's Shamik Moore. Oh, Shamik Moore. Shamik Moore. Yeah, that's the guy who plays um, Raekwon. He also plays in The Get Down. And he also played in that other movie directed by the RZA. Yeah. What was that? We watched that. That was pretty good, too. This guy, Shamik Moore, is a little uh, upcoming superstar. And acting, actually, you might have to spotlight him one day in the Road to Glory because he's doing pretty good. I, I like um, the way he fits those roles, and I like these movies. So. But back Cut to the Wu Tang. He's, oh yeah, Cutthroat City. That's another movie uh, from the RZA that just came out a couple years ago, and it's really good. It's, it's about New Orleans. It's about. It's yeah, it came out in 2020. It kind of helps you remember. Um, what was really going on behind the scenes in Katrina, Hurricane Katrina. But um, the Wu-Tang, they're from New York. Brooklyn, Staten Island, um, Queens. Um, they, um, they grew up basically looking up to Cool Herc, um, Bombada, um, hearing all this stuff uh, from LL. And then Nas came out, right? Oh wow, Nas rocked it, right? When he came out with that um, that freestyle, uh, man, he they he was instantly the, the king of New York. And RZA was working on some stuff, but because he didn't have like control over his creativity or control over the company over the group over the, and he say so over the videos and what singles to put out it just it didn't stick it didn't work right and um you know i'm kind of similar to like dr dre you know a lot of them had their first attempts at music fail and had to regroup and a lot of those times it was because other people were in control you know and then rizza got control it was a beautiful thing. Um, there was a couple companies, right, offering the Wu-Tang record deals. But RZA went with less money, mm -hmm. but he could have more control. more control. Now, do you remember what he did with um, the artists? Mm -hmm. So he had, um, what's his name? Uh, 
Method Man. Yeah. Okay. He had Method Man first, with signed. Uh, well, okay, so he refused to sign with a major co- contract for Wu Tang with Def Jam because right. because, because they were one full control. Full control. But he, he said, "No, nah, I'm gonna come over here because I think it was with uh, Loud Records with Steve Rifkin because they were gonna let he was gonna let him do individual he contracts. To do. Yeah. So whatever he wanted." Nine members of the Wu Tang had permission to go make record contracts in their own album, solo album, with any other label that they choose to. Mm-hmm. One executive said that that's never happened before and will never happen again. Mm-hmm. I think one of my goals would be to make sure it happened again. That seems like the only fair way to either a band or a rap group that's or Beyonce, even Destiny's Child. Like, that would be the only fair way to do it. We're together as a group. They do this in business all the time. It's like LLC, right? But then I still go whatever I want if I have another idea over here. But back in the day, all these record labels very greedy manipulative these contracts gave away a lot of power and they took control and and um, it stopped a lot of people from being creative and it gave the wrong people who weren't even musicians power mm-hmm. you know and um, he saw past that right. he saw that past that pretty quick he was able to find a contract that allowed each artist that freedom. Freedom, once again, the word freedom. If I can't say fair or freedom enough on this podcast. But, um... And, uh, Def Jam wanted Method. Method, yeah. first. And then they were going to sign him at 176000 or something like that, or whatever, a million. And, and no, 175000 Uh-huh. And then um, they were going to do the OD... Um, ODB. ODB at 150 150 Uh-huh. So they were going to make him less, so right. then that's when he was like, no. Well, no. What happened was... Because the other... There was another company that was also interested in him. And I think it was called Electra. Electra. Or it was either Electra or Loud. Maybe it was Electra. Uh-huh. And then they're going to give him the same amount, but also give him his rights to his, his music, music. After 20 after years. After 20 years. Oh my. So ODB was mad. Right, because he's always wanted to be. He, his, he dreamed. A, a lot of us did. Mm-hmm. Because Russell Simmons, Run DMC, LL Cool J, all these. Def Jam was the place to be. Right. It was the mecca. And ODB dreamed of going to Def Jam. And Method Man was going and he wasn't. And he wasn't. And he didn't understand really why because he didn't understand the business side really. Mm-hmm. Like right off the top. Right. Yeah, because they were moment. gonna they were gonna wait and hold him for like another year or two or something like that. That's well, what they said. And that's another thing and that's another thing in the brilliance and the genius of the RZA. He said, okay, well, if I put two members of Wu-Tang on Def Jam, they're not going to release both albums at the same time. Right. Now, 
they wouldn't do that because they didn't want them to compete in sales during whatever quarter they were dropped in or whatever, right? Now, RZA had a different plan. He said, I just wanted to bombard the industry. Everywhere you look, left, right, up, down, Wu-Tang this, every station you turn it to, Wu-Tang, every artist, Wu-Tang collab. They had Mariah Carey, they had uh, Mary J. Blige. They, they were just, they were doing, like, they, it was a full takeover he had planned, right? And it wasn't possible if they were gonna stack those artists on top of each other and then hold them back, like you said. Right. Now, go to Elektra. Elektra offered the same amount of money, but he, they said, in 20 years, we're gonna let you have all the rights to your music. Right. That's never heard of before. Not Nobody does that. And then that's when RZA was like, well, that's the better option. That's way better. Business-wise. Business-wise. Even, and he made that decision without even talking to without, ODB. Right. Which is tough to do, right? But it's part of his grandmaster plan. It's the best thing to do. Mm-hmm. And it's the best thing for ODB's grandkids. Because now they're eating off of those royalties. They own it instead of some shady record label. Mm-hmm. With a bunch of people who who'd never even met him, right. you know that's not fair either, right? So Rizzo was smart to protect that, but ODB was mad, mm-hmm. and there was a beef between them over that. But but it ended at that point. It ended at that point. We don't know we what's don't know going what on in season three. Right. <laughs> and wait in like like a little Wu Tang nerd. You know, I mean, I do know the whole story, but this is from the mind of the RZA. Right now, you're listening to the mind of Melodic. I like to go inside the mind of the RZA, and I always have. Bobby Digital and the Beastie Boys Intergalactic, those were the first two records I learned how to DJ on. So Bobby Digital, the RZA, I mean, it's, it's, it's in my soul. But um, this guy... Is telling the story, this epic story, this legendary story, from his point of view. I don't want to hear it from nobody else's point of view. I want to hear it from their point of view. There's so many other people that can tell this story. And you hear all these stories about Frankie Robinson or Babe Ruth. And, and you hear all these. I wanted to hear it from them, man. You hear all these stories, you know, you, you, Tupac and, and Snoop. Watch when they get old, Snoop's gonna tell us all those stories. When 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 there ain't no comeback, we're gonna hear a lot of stories. When he old and he ain't gotta worry about nothing, those stories are gonna come out. I'd rather hear it from from the goat's mouth. And speaking of goat, the RZA is a goat. The Wu Tang would not be the Wu Tang if it wasn't for the RZA and his vision. It took all of them. I mean, even what his cousin, his cousin. Um, is ODB. His other cousin is Jizza. His brother is Diggs, the the uh, Divine. Divine. Um, Divine just got out of jail. He went to jail selling drugs. While he was in jail, he learned how to be their manager, their lawyer. He learned law and other stuff, a skill that could help them be stronger instead of giving that power of attorney to a stranger. And, and um, man, I've, 
even to this day. So, like I, th- I told you guys about uh, YourSession.com. Go listen to that. I told you guys about Shavo and System of Down, and, and uh, how I was uh, had some dreams come true because of you know the music that I made. Right. Go listen to the past episodes. But Shavo from System of a Down works with the RZA from the Wu-Tang. They make a new thing called a Chosen Few. Like, go check it out. It's out there. And the RZA's creativity is all over the place. He's working with everybody. And it's not just hip-hop. He's doing movies now. It's art, animation. So when he fell in love with that Wu-Tang, those kung fu flicks, you know, it wasn't about the violence and the karate it was the art you know it was the message it was those little um fortune cookies that that you hear at the end of those wu-tang at those chinese kung fu flicks because they always had an important message at the end right. it was really a story and then the conclu- conclusion and that sparks that creativity music was his avenue all them cats got out the hood and they're living good and they're all goats, really. Like, they're all are. They really are superheroes, superpowers. And when it comes to this, um, this rhyming bar for bar, like Method Man, Goat, RZA, Jizza, Yuga, man, ODB was. If you really listen to his rhymes, <laughs> he's he was dope. He was dope. Um, Ghostface, he's got some classics, man. And um, yeah, and Raekwon. Isn't that his like brother-in-law? That's the one that, um, yeah, the one that had a baby with his, his sister, sister, right? And now they, he said it was always family. That just made it more official. Mm-hmm. That's what he said. And that's hard to go through too, right? And we never know why someone's doing something or how it happened and how long it's gonna last. And then like. If they didn't let it come between the group, it brought them together stronger and more family things. So it was a very special dynamic mm-hmm. that led to their success. Right. You know, at the end of the day, I I remember Ray Kwan saying that you know all these other cats, uh, Queens and Harlem and and um, Brooklyn, they was all like getting props, but. Nobody was paying attention to Staten Island, but Staten Island had all the best rappers. And the RZA put that together, and it was hard to keep them alive. <laughs> it was hard to keep them out of jail, and it was hard to keep them focused, you know? And But at the end of the day, look where they are now, and the entire game has been blessed and changed because of them. You know, so many different avenues and creative, you know, forks in the road were sparked because of the Abbott, you know, and then because of Method Man, and then because of Method Man's collabo with Red Man, and then there's movie with Red Man, and like it just never ended. It's still going on right now. Like, we just watched a new movie from him with Shamik Moore, and Shamik Moore really is on his way now to be the next Denzel. Watch. Shamik Moore is already a GOAT. He's just in his rookie year, you know, a couple years. He's on the All-Star team now, watch. So go check it out, uh, Wu-Tang Saka. It's mm-hmm. on Hulu. Um, 
any final words you got to say? Who, oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Let me ask this lady real quick, real quick. Um, who is your favorite Wu Tang member? Who is my favorite? Yeah. Mm. Um, out of out of the movie, <clears throat> out of the music, for any reason. I think I'd like the RZA still. The RZA? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm gonna make sure you hear some more of the RZA then, because I know you haven't heard as much of him as you should, especially since now I know he's your favorite. <laughs> My favorite, no offense to anyone, used to be the RZA mm -hmm. and Method Man. It was my people's, and I was, and I even met Method Man one time at the House of Blues. Right, but, tell me. Um, after watching this documentary, I just fell in love with ODB straight up. I always thought of him as a crazy crackhead. Mm -hmm. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. Yeah. This is through their eyes, how they see their brother. Mm -hmm. And that's the truth, though. It's not because the truth doesn't come from me outside the box looking in or no journalist or no A&R that met him for a couple weeks once in a, upon a time, you know, an hour here or two, you know, that the truth comes from them. Mm -hmm. And they shown how smart ODB really was. They showed how funny he really was. They showed how he had morals. For real, for real. And I would like to pick the Rizzo's brain and ask him if if he could take that back, that decision. Because I wonder if that decision led to some of ODB's depressions, right? Not being on Def Jam, drank a little bit more, smoked a little bit more, popped a little bit more pills. Next thing you know, he's in a rabbit hole he can't get out of. And I don't know if the RZA ever seen it like that, but that's how I see it, you know. Yeah, and that's I'm, what we were talking about. I'm, I'm wondering if if things were differently, even though the RZA did the right thing. Right. He did the right thing, but ODB didn't have that feeling, mm -hmm. that perspective. And if he went down this rabbit hole, if that's the reason he OD'd, you know what I'm saying? Then would the RZA change it? You know, because I mean, sure it, I'm sure he would, right? Family, but 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 we don't know how hard he was into other drugs or whatever before that, right? Right. So they know, and right. we'll see that. That's why I'm curious in right. series three or episode, season three. Mm -hmm. But I'll be honest with you, my my favorite was Method and RZA, but now I I just. I love ODB so much. I always loved his music back in the day because it was always the party ones too because he was everywhere. But the man was a good man. And you, you just seen he was trying. He, I might be even crazier than ODB was. <laughs> and, and, and I'm just trying to keep it together my damn self. So I could feel for him, you know, and... I'm just so proud of the Wu-Tang, and um, I really appreciate what they've done for hip-hop and for my life, too, because even the jump-off in MTV, I remember watching that in the group home, and just little, going in there right after and writing some rhymes, and then and then that, that kept me out of trouble, right? It had to, because I could have been doing a million other things. It's crazy. And um, so big... Much love. Yeah. 
Wu-Tang forever. AJ from recess with AJ and I'm back and I'm going to tell you the answer for the trivia question. Once again, the question was which country is the only one to play in every World Cup of Soccer, England, Brazil, or Germany? And the answer was Brazil. So if you guessed Brazil, you got it right. That's all for today. Bye. party people we're gonna wrap it up we got a lot to do today still and um probably need to take a break and just woosa um but this is episode 23 we talked about bit 4x festival of lights uh what else melody wu-tang casino house parties um um just want to say happy holidays to everybody real quick you know um, we're getting closer to christmas and if there's anybody that needs someone to talk to um if um there's anybody that just 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 needs a video chat or a special uh, extra present for the child hit us up um uh, if there's anybody you know that needs help with this um entrepreneurship you know if you got your own business your own hustle need help growing it or promoting it hit us up um we're just trying to make everybody bigger stronger and faster for the new year and um really we're gonna try to make this new year the best year of our life and so um if there's anybody out there that needs a little help, hit us up. We got you. Before we leave, we got to give a, a big shout out to our sponsor of the day. Dollarseed.com. Yep, Dollarseed.com. We'll play the commercial. Actually, I have um, one more song, one more new track for you. I told you earlier that song you heard on the podcast was my little Wu-Tang flavor, right? I set out, I wanted to make a little Wu-Tang beat. Wu-Tang beat for the radio station and for the podcast. But I also remixed it. And that's what you're about to hear now. You know, you're going to hear the Wu-Tang beat remixed. And um, so check that out. I'm going to let you guys go. I wish you guys a happy holidays. holidays. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Happy and, New Year. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and put this one in the fridge. The lights are out. <laughs> the, the butter's getting hard. The butter's getting hard. And the jello's jiggling. <laughs> we we, we, we kind of murdered that one. We but did. That's how we say bye. bye. At dollarseed.com, all of our seeds are only a dollar a pack. And we have online resources that teach you all about the rewarding hobby of growing your own plants, flowers, herbs, and vegetables. Imagine the joy you'll feel when your children actually help you harvest your first garden crop. Or the pride of knowing you'll never need a florist again. Visit dollarseed.com and grow a little magic of your own for just a dollar. dollarseed.com. What could be healthier?